Hi, I'm Mackie. And I'm Madeline. And this is The Sis List. For any first-timers, we're the hosts of your new favorite pop culture podcast based in Los Angeles, California. And we have new episodes every Wednesday. Like, sorry, I'm laughing, but Madeline is pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know. It's The Sis List. It is The Sis List 38, okay? Are you okay? No. (laughs) I'm not okay. At all. Oh, this has been, no. There's no time for, like, catching up, everyone. No. We have to get straight into the sis list, and you know why. Like, many of you DM'd us over the weekend, and, like, you know why. Like, if you know, you know. Like, I feel like I don't even have to say anything, but I guess I will. Mm-hmm. It's been a really, just, like, a really tough week over here <laughs> since the news broke that Reggae Jean Page will not be returning to season two of Bridgerton as the Duke. Oh. And let me just say, we're pissed. Well, it's just honestly scary because the day before this news broke, I had told you that there was no news. I was afraid we weren't going to have anything to talk about. Like, and then Lady Whistledown was like, XOXO Gossip Girl, like, I have the news. She just like hit us hard. Madeline almost, like, I think she cried. No, I, like, my eyes welled with some tears, like, I was shocked. I think my jaw dropped to the floor. Well, I thought it was April Fool's at first, but it was the day after. I know. It wasn't April Fool's. No, I I was really hoping it was, but it's not. Lady Whistledown (laughs) took the world by a storm, stating, Dear readers, while all eyes turn to Lord Anthony Bridgerton's quest to find a Viscountess, we bid adieu to Reggae Jean Page, who's so triumphantly played the Duke of Hastings. Ugh. It's it's, it's just rude. I mean, I'm still processing this news. I know you are. I also don't really know how to process this news. Well, it's hard because, like, for you, Bridgerton, like, it's 99% Duke, no? I mean, like, what do you mean? Like, when I think of Bridgerton for you, like, it's Duke. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) The Duke... (laughs) He is the Duke, and he plays such a huge part in this whole and thing. And we, we knew he wasn't going to be the talk of the town for season no, two. We understand. But I was expecting some cameos. And I mean, I think we know why he won't be in the next season. Well, in an interview with Variety, he said that he always knew his role would be a one-season arc, and that was just part of the appeal for him. And that's really oh. crazy, but I think it's because he is becoming, like, Hollywood's next big thing, and he's yeah. booking so many roles. So this probably was like, oh, my God, I have a great starring role in this really short, you know, series or season that will be great work, and then I'll get to move on. Yeah, but it's, nobody like he should yeah, have told they've us. They've kind of played us like, a fool. They should have told a us lot sooner before we started that a, this was the only trigger warning. Yeah, the, yeah, trigger, trigger warning. warning. Like before we started season one, that this is all we were gonna get. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, the good news is like I'm pretty sure he's gonna be the next James Bond. Oh, that's what everyone is saying. Yeah. So I think we have to consider his wants and needs as an actor, no, 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 like, as a thespian, uh, of course. And but, he probably doesn't want to be tied down in a corset, Madeline. Like he doesn't have the time as an as an actor. <laughs> I want to be tied down in a corset. No, I know. Do is there room? There's a spot that's opened up season two for me. Get on a plane yeah. right now. Um, also, apparently, if you have read the novels by Julia Quinn that the TV series is based on, this should come as no shock. So we, we I guess, are fake fans. <laughs> we are the fools. Yeah, like, I guess each book focuses on a different yeah. sibling's love story. So, you know, it is what it is. Um like we said, I'm so beyond happy for the Duke's success in his acting career. I, and I have no doubt he will go on to do amazing things. But this just means that Bridgerton season two better surprise us with something really great to make up for this, you know? Yeah. Like, we need something huge. Spicy. Yeah. And there is, um, did you see the new casting news? No, I did not. There, because I just, like, after, so, this, no, <laughs> after this news broke, I was like, okay, I'm done. So they've casted Kate Sharma's younger sister, who— 
just got cast as Anthony's love interest. So right. they cast her little sister. Oh, cute. And they also cast a completely new character who wasn't in the books named Jack, who is the newest member of the ton with a connection to one of its most notable families and a Bridgerton mystery, whatever that means. I mean, I'm here for a mystery. So yeah, they're they're taking out characters. They're adding new ones. You know, we'll, we'll continue to report everything you need to know. And hmm. one more thing. Okay. I mean, like, here's just me holding on to some sort of hope yeah, here. Yeah. But, like, they've just reported that he's not in season two. But we don't know mm. if he's not coming back for season three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. C- totally. Like, we just don't know. Like, yeah. So nobody can make that decision yet. No, we don't know. Right. Yeah, you don't know that I haven't hired him to perform at your wedding. You don't know. And like, I just want to thank all of you for your condolences during this hard time. Like, we really did receive so many nice messages concerned for our well-being. We just have such a supportive community here at the CIS list. Yeah, the um, way at CISHQ, I had to put up a privacy notice for Madeline's like <laughs> thoughts at that time because she was at work. And like, I was literally her assistant having to be like, yeah, she's not okay right now. You guys are the best and yeah. she's working through it. She's strong. Yeah, I am strong and like we could move on. Speaking of strong, you know, like... Stronger? Yeah, stronger. Brittany. Stronger than yesterday. Our Queen's team keeps trying to make a fool out of us. Another person trying to make a fool out of us. But the Brittany army sees through it all, Madeline. Always. That's right. We've got some Brittany updates for you. She's still moving forward with her plans to make Jody Montgomery's role permanent as her conservator, which is a relief since her camp has been pretty shady this past week. So last week, Britt posted a classic dancing video, but this time to Aerosmith's song, Crazy. And she left a comment on her video, not a caption, like a comment under the caption that was also crazy and basically said that she did she did not watch the documentary, but cried about it for two weeks and still cries sometimes over the light they shed on her. Her former makeup artist, Billy B, said she had no control over the IG post criticizing the Framing Britney doc. And then things got even weirder when Britney allegedly released a statement saying that she does write all her posts. Like, okay, hold on. If you remember, right after the doc came out, her boyfriend, Sam, was very much in support of the doc, in support of the light they shed on her. He yeah. literally said thank you to yeah, the fans. I know. Brittany has acknowledged the movement multiple times. Okay? I know. So this statement like months after the documentary is just so bizarre. Real ones know that Brittany has no control over many things in her life, including her social media, yeah. which she has a social manager for yeah. named Cassie Petri, I think. So, okay, this is what is the kicker. Some court documents were released recently and they show that all the people on the conservatorship payroll with Jamie Spears are currently petitioning for large six-figure sums of money right now. So this is all just like weird timing, I'm sorry, when did Britney start commenting back to people on Instagram? Since never. No. Like, I can't with how stupid her camp thinks we are. It's just like, enough is enough at this point. Uh, I know. It's frustrating. <sighs> Hashtag free Britney. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted too. And imagine how tired she is. I know, but I did just make us lovely iced coffees. <laughs> Mine is just 90% creamer. <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla creamer. <laughs> delicious. Iced creamer is yeah. delicious. Also, really quick, mm-hmm. one of you asked about an update on Matt Black and... As in Amanda Bynes' <laughs> potential brand? And unfortunately, Madeline, it looks like Amanda Bynes' Instagram has been deleted since we last spoke about it. Like, I looked it up. Matt Black, Amanda Bynes, everything, it is gone. Wow. I cannot locate it. But her lawyer just released this little tidbit following her 35th birthday over the weekend saying that she's doing great. And here's a quote. She lives by the beach, attends school, and is is enjoying meditation and soul cycle classes. You know, that's all we can hope for our queen. (laughs) You know what, everyone? Like, we need to petition for the Amanda Bynes documentary next. Yeah, it's time. Bring in the Dancing Lobsters. Thank you, next. (laughs) So, in other um, leading lady news... Yes, of course. 
course, the leading ladies. This past week, Taylor Swift released a video on social media of an animation of a vault with scrambled words flashing on the screen, clues to what would be on her new album. In the background, a song played in reverse. It was, this was just like a headache of a video. Like, and I was, I was, it, I was watching it, mm-hmm. and I was first of all trying to figure out what the words were. The and I puzzle. Was, I was so stressed, and then the song was like all jumbled, and it, I just, it was a little crazy. I agree. But the caption read, "The vault door is about to be unhinged, as you'll think I am after you watch this video." And unhinged it was. I just like, it's the unhinged of it all for me. No, it's like very unhinged. Yeah. But then like we all figured it out. Well, thank God she released what the scrambled (laughs) words were like a day later because I wasn't going to be one of the people to try to figure it out. Yeah, we wanted to report about it, but we didn't want to do the work. No, and like, thank God for the... The Taylor, the yeah, the Swift Army or whatever they are. I cannot. <laughs> I, so, I literally can't. <laughs> uh, because we're just not ones to like solve a puzzle. We like to do a puzzle. You do. Speak for yourself, <laughs> queen. <laughs> but yeah, she released what the scramble words were the scrambled eggs. <laughs> I also think you just said scramble. Like I don't think you even said scramble. I feel like scrambled eggs right now. The girls' room. I like eggs. Um, She released Fearless, Taylor's versions, 27 tracks, and all of their names. Also some amazing featured artists, including Colby Kaye. You're kidding. You are going to jail. Colby Calais. Well, how do you not, how do you know that the L's aren't like a, yeah. I'm sorry, Real Ones Know, Bubbly by Colby Calais. I know that song. What do you think, I'm an idiot? Starts Starts in my toes and a wrinkle my nose. No, it's crinkle my nose. So you're not a real one (laughs) and we're in a fight. Wait, just like really quick fun fact. I wonder actually, did you ever serve her? Yes, I did. Okay, really yes. quick. She lived where we live. Yeah. And we worked in Many the Many times, actually, yeah. Yeah, and Madeline worked in the restaurant part, and I yeah. worked in, like, the retail part. And she would come, Colby, would yeah. come in with this Hats. big sun yes. hat. Like, she's the biggest celebrity in she, the world. It was, like, years after Bubbly. Yeah, years. <laughs> she would come in with the big hat and the big sunglasses. Nobody knew who she was. No, also nobody cared. No. No, and, like... <laughs> It was the funniest thing ever because she would just act like she owned the mall. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, Colby's here again. Um, anyways, Colby's anyways, on the album. <laughs> yeah. So, beat Colby. Um, Keith Urban. We love. I uh, know. I, I like, stand Keith. Yeah, me too. We love Keith. Um, and then Maren Morris, which we already knew because that song already came out. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Well, I did kind of peek at the listing. I saw that Untouchable is on it, which... I have the bootleg version of this on my computer from like, like from LimeWire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the quality is trash, but it is one of my top Taylor Swift songs ever. Yeah. I am so excited to have a good quality version yeah. of this. Like you mean Taylor's version? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am truly so excited. Yeah. Also, another puzzle. She recently posted a photo last month on IG with a caption of 13 words, which we know is her lucky number. Eight words before the comma and five words after, so fans think something really big is also coming August 5th. I feel like, like you know me, I love Taylor Swift, but like I feel like everybody always thinks something's coming but like, like in August. But usually something is. Yeah, I know. And also, I just you just asked my thoughts, and yes, I'm most excited for the Fearless album, so I am yeah. thrilled. And I think that's coming at a really good time. Like I'm excited to listen, listen. <laughs> Listen and sing to it at this time in my life. I we're really at like two scrambled eggs today. Like we can't get it together. We're two scrambled eggs in the girls' room. I know. I'm obviously, I think, a little more excited for some like later yeah. Swift Taylor's version albums to come out. But I think this is gonna be great. Untouchable, burning pride. All right, than the it's sun. time to move on. <laughs> I really want to. Do bubbly lyric deep dive one day. It starts in my toes. Wow. You know what? You're right. Maybe she'll to, come on. No, I literally used to listen to that on a repeat on my iPod. Oh, yeah, for sure. Been awake for, for a while, while now. now. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, speaking of Taylor. What? I mean, Taylor adjacent. <laughs> Have you listened to the new Olivia Rodrigo? I'm going to be like completely honest here. I've listened to about like four seconds of it. Okay, it's very good. It's called Deja Vu. It has strong 
Cruel Summer, Taylor Swift oh, vibes. I like, love that The song. bridge okay. is very, very much the same. And people on TikTok mashed it together. Oh. And she even commented and was like, this is my dream. So she definitely did that on purpose. Okay. All right. Fans think it continues. The Sabrina yeah. Joshua love triangle. And let me just do a quick, you know, synopsis. <laughs> because one, right when the song came out, Joshua posted a TikTok where it was really quick. And he just hopped on to say... That the world doesn't revolve around you. I know, I saw that. Weird. It was so weird. It was just weird. Two, there's a part in Deja Vu, like the main chorus part, where she says, she talks about Billy Joel. And in a recent interview with Joshua, he talks about how Billy is like the biggest artist that inspires him. And then in the music video, she wears a green dress. And then the other girl wears a green dress that's like really similar to one that Serena recently wore on a red carpet. So, you know, like the saga continues. She continues to play with us as a fool. We are fools week after week on the SIS list. Two fools. <laughs> okay, Taylor, it continues. I hate to report it. Swift Army. (laughs) Did I just make that up? And well, I know that they're called Swifties. Okay, so where did I get Swift Army? I mean, there's Brit Arm. There's the Britney Army. Maybe that's what I. Maybe I I just got Brit on the brain. (sighs) Fried egg. (laughs) I hate to report about Scooter Braun. Like, I'm sorry to bring it up. Yeah. Trigger warning. (laughs) But on the topic of that story, I do have slimy Scooter Shark news. Okay. It's interesting, though. Okay. Variety reports that the BTS company, Hybe, I think that's how you say it. What? Hybe? (laughs) Oh. Formerly known as Big Hit Entertainment, has merged with Ithaca Holdings, which is led by Scooter's SB Projects, for a deal valued at more than $1 billion. So Hybe... I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, but they have acquired a 100% stake in Ithaca Holdings and its properties, including SB Projects and clients that include Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, and Demi Lovato, as well as Big Machine Label Group. So, $50 million from the purchase price will be divvied up among some of Scooter's clients that you yeah. know that I just mentioned, like Justin and so on. So basically, this new deal brings all these artists under one roof with BTS and other big K-pop groups now. So Scooter will join the board, and Scott Borchetta will remain CEO of Big Machine Label Group. It's just, like, very interesting. Um, does this include Blackpink? No. Okay. They are not okay. <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> so, like, thank goodness, I yeah. swear, if they were involved yeah. with— Scooter Shark? Yeah. I would lose my mind. Just like don't want anybody to get taken advantage of here, you know? If Especially my girls. Of course. But yeah, it is really interesting. I think it's BTS is got a good deal on their hands here. Yeah. But I really wish Scooter wasn't involved. And also just like, sorry. I'm not sorry. (laughs) What? But Ariana Grande adjacent. Kind of. This is weird. We never talked about our thoughts on her being a judge on the next season of The Voice. That is weird. That's unlike us. I know. So she'll be replacing Nick Jonas. Okay, well, that's way better. I feel like Ariana Grande is a way better judge for The Voice than Nick Jonas. I mean, he wasn't involved with Camp Rock. No. She will be replacing... I just said that she'll be replacing... (laughs) (laughs) She'll be replacing Nick Jonas. She will be joining... Blake Shelton, John Legend, and Kelly Clarkson. Okay. But, like, why is Blake still on it? <laughs> I don't know. And He's literally the only one who hasn't been swapped out. He needs to go bring back Adam. I miss Adam. I'm sorry. Like, I know a lot of people hate Maroon 5, but, like— Why? No, a lot of people do, Madeline. I had no idea. Did you know I got paid to go to Maroon 5 concert once? <laughs> Why? No, my my one time my modeling agency paid me. Oh, you to know what? Go I to kind a, of remember that. Yeah, to go to a Maroon Five concert. This is tea, guys. Yeah, they paid me to make it look like there was more people in the <laughs> audience that were like, yeah, okay looking. I don't know. I think it you're was like really, a little more than okay looking. <laughs> it was really weird though. But I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And I ended up having the time of my life not realizing <laughs> that I know every single word to every single yes. song. I had no idea there was Maroon 5 hate. N- no, there. <laughs> but back to like Ari, the voice. Yeah. Okay, let's talk. What? I have like a really serious question for you. What? All right. You're joining this season. You're auditioning. 
whose team would you join? All chairs turn. All four chair turn. Wow. I must be really good. I choose Kelly. Easy choice for me since you've been gone. Break away <laughs> behind these hazel eyes. Miss Independent. <laughs> I am American Idol. <laughs> That's really hard. I would probably choose either Kelly or Ari. No, but you ha- you don't get to say that on the show. You have to pick one. Okay, fine. Mean. I think I would change it up and go with Ari, like the newcomer. But I see— Because we love a newcomer. No, but I see that for you too. Okay. <gasps> you guys, you're— <laughs> You guys, watch this upcoming season on The Voice. Me and Madeline are competing against each other. <laughs> team Kelly, Team Ari. Yeah, I, I think that probably Madeline would win. But like, I can't believe that they all turned their chairs around for me. Stop. Wait, wait. What, what? was your audition song? <gasps> oh, my God. Stop. Oh, my God. That's crazy. You know what I think it's going to be? What? I'm like a bird. <laughs> Do you want to know something really embarrassing about me? What? I obviously don't sing. You all know this. <laughs> but in the fourth grade, like, I told my mom I was going to do the talent show. Mm-hmm. And I was going to sing Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman by Britney yeah. Spears. And she was like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't end up doing it. But, like, I could see myself singing that. So it starts off, like, slow. But then it goes into, like, overprotected. I feel like I would want to sing Rockstar by Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> like and do a whole production. It's like the first time it's ever been or done like on TV. Start off with like an acoustic version, and then like it becomes real rock. Wait, I actually want to do Starstruck by Lady Gaga. That's a good one. This is out of control. <laughs> Can we move on? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of a voice to be remembered, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's talk the nanny. Oh yeah. So the nanny, as in the TV show for any crazy people who don't know, is getting a lot of hype this week after the full series was added onto HBO Max. HBO. <laughs> I couldn't say HBO Max. <laughs> now I've been rewatching and reliving and loving. Like I used to watch the nanny before I would fall asleep, before I would go to um, sleep. <laughs> before I would go to sleep on Nick at Night. Do you remember when it was on Nick at Night? Yeah, and it hasn't even been on the air for like no, for years. for like 22 years yeah. or something. So, <laughs> I mean, I could talk about Fran's clothes on the nanny forever. Like, yeah, let's we could, do a separate episode. We could do day. a literal whole episode on her outfits, so we'll save that for another time. But mm-hmm. the nanny is currently in the works to becoming a Broadway musical, which we love to hear. a match made in heaven. It sounds perfect. A nanny name, friend. Like, the whole thing. I mean, the theme song deserves to be on Broadway. Yeah, just the theme song alone. No, yeah. So listen to this. Okay. Fran Drescher released the news about the nanny, the musical, early last year. But Mm -hmm. she now is saying that she has a leading lady in mind to play the role of herself on the show. Who? While Fran said it would be great to discover an unknown actress to play Fran Fine, there is, and I quote, an unnamed pop star who has crossed over into movies, unquote, who she had in mind. Who? Well, she hasn't said. Stop! Stop! That's the only thing she said, but I have a theory and I think I'm right. Oh, who? It has to be Lady Gaga. (gasps) Lady Gaga, an unnamed pop star. Like, no, that makes... Who's crossed over into movies. A star is born. Lady Gaga. (gasps) She has to play Fran Fine, and you're hearing it first on the cis list. Um, If we're right, like, I don't know, maybe we'll be backup dancers in The Nanny the Musical. (gasps) That would be so exciting. I know. So Fran wants to make sure the show can stand on its own without her starring in it. But she is considering playing the nanny's mother, Sylvia (gasps) Fine, in the show, which would just be like everything. Get me to New York right right now. Also, in an interview with Marie Claire, Fran said the musical will be much bigger than the TV show. And she envisions Mr. Sheffield's staff having a feather duster dance number. I mean, if if you're not in that. I know. What is life? I have no idea. Like, this musical sounds incredible already. Also, to follow all this nanny news, I don't know if you saw, but I guess she has a lot going on. And she recently did a pilot for Bravo 
called Dinner at Fran's. Oh my God. That's a hybrid talk show where they have dinner at a house, at her house, and she talks to celebrities. And the same stylist, Brenda Cooper, will do wardrobe. And there will be like a glam section where she gets ready for the dinner party and cooks the dinner. So she says she's confident it's going to get picked up and she's calling it fantastic. It sounds fantastic. So also like P.S. Did yeah. you notice in the pilot that James Marsden yes. was in it? Yes, And that it was James. like his first acting job. He is so young. And he went by the name of Jimmy Marsden really? in like the credits. Oh my God, that's cute. Yeah, no, I totally noticed. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, if you guys um, like The Nanny or want to watch it, it's on HBO Max. And like clearly we're going to be seeing a lot of Fran in the future. I love Fran. <sighs> she looks incredible too. Still. Oh, fab. She like... Aged beautifully. Yeah, true. Madeline. What? Vogue. Strike a pose. (laughs) (laughs) Rumors started swirling that writer and director Diablo Cody quit Madonna's upcoming biopic when rumors swirled that she became too difficult to work with. But now Universal Pictures confirms that Diablo has just completed her work and has moved on to her next project. So it looks like Diablo helped Madonna complete a draft of the film for the studio, which is looking at developing the current version ahead of production. And Madonna will actually be directing the movie herself and it will follow her struggle as an artist trying to survive in a man's world as a woman. And there have been reports. Here's like who's considered for the role. Florence Pugh or Julia Garner from Ozark. And nothing has been confirmed, but that's what's being said. You know? It's about time for a Madonna biopic. It's kind Madonna. Of- <laughs> I just called her Madonna. Oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, it, it would be interesting, that's for sure. It's time for a Madonna and a Madonna biopic. I have a question for you, though. What? Do you remember her material girl clothing line for Macy's? Of course. And like when Taylor Momsen was the face. Of course. Course. Like Little J. Jenny Humphrey. And then I think Kelly Osbourne did it too. Like she, oh, it was always yes. like an alt actress yes. or a singer. Like an emo. Yeah. Vibe. And her daughter did it as well. Lourdes? Yes. <laughs> Who dated Timothy Chalamet yes. in high school BTW. I almost said BTS, but I was still thinking of that story about Scooter earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I think about those ads all the time. Oh my God. They were always in like Cosmo Girl or something. Yeah. It was kind of like the alt version of candies for Kohl's. Totally. But you know, that was also kind of... What? Glam rock. Yeah, like punk girly. Yeah. Pop punk girly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Madeline. What? Are you feeling mad for Tad? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is like a complete... We are Random. changing the subject. Yeah. We didn't give you... Pre-warning. No. But we decided to watch and review the 2004 rom-com that is Win a Date with Tad Hamilton this week. And it was honestly such a treat. Such a treat. (laughs) I forgot what a treat it was. No, because it's underrated. That's why. So it stars Kate Bosworth, Josh Jamal, Topher Grace, Jennifer Goodwin. Is that Mm -hmm. how you say it? Jennifer. Jennifer. There's actually like a lot of other huge stars in this film with- Catherine Hahn. Yeah, they have like really small roles. Yes. So if you haven't watched in a while, I won't say the rest of the huge stars if you want to be surprised because they're good surprises. Yeah. But did you know it's directed by- I think it's Robert Lukatic, who yes. did Legally Blonde. And Monster-in-Law. Oh. He's an icon. I mean, so you know this movie is good, yeah. but here's your synopsis, okay? Okay. Pete, played by Topher Grace, mm-hmm. the quirky, self-deprecating manager of the Piggly Wiggly, <laughs> is madly in love with his best friend Rosalie, a.k.a. Kate Bosworth. Unfortunately, she has absolutely no idea, and when she wins a date with her favorite actor, Tad Hamilton, a.k.a. Josh... Pete delays admitting his feelings to her. Ugh, I hate when guys do that. I know, right? To make things worse, Tad Hamilton relocates to their small town in West Virginia to pursue Rosalie, and a horrified Pete must struggle to win her heart. This movie, I mean, it's a 10 out of 10 for me. It's a total 10 out of 10 for me as well. I mean, Kate Bosworth is everything. I mean, she was the moment. She is so stunning. Like, to look at her is... Her cheekbones. Her wow. lips. Like, she is so beautiful. My she, goodness. And she's stunning when she cries, too. Every, Did you notice? Yes. And, like, she made me want to wear an electric blue slip dress. Well, you know... She, she made me want to cut weird bangs. Don't get me started on the bangs. <laughs> but she wore blue a lot in this I know. movie. But that makes sense. She is blue crush. 
Correct. Like it makes a lot of sense. But this movie has a really wonderful Y2K fashion, but in a very relaxed way. Totally. Like it's not overdone, throw it at your face, no. but it's a really timeless Y2K. And I really enjoyed it. I appreciated it. it. Yeah. No, they did a really good job. Another fun thing about this movie, I don't know if you noticed, but the song Why Can't I by Liz <sighs> Fair was featured in it. And we also know that this song is in. 13 Going On 30, which no. is another one of our favorite movies. So the soundtrack was great. No, they also had We Got More Bounce yes. in California. Yeah. No, the whole soundtrack was like fabulous, up to par with my liking. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. I just really, you know what movie I get this confused with sometimes? Wait, I want to say it at the same time. Wait, wait, let me think of the name before we say it. Okay. Are you ready? No. Oh, okay. Because I was I actually going to say this because the whole time I was thinking, I want to watch this movie after yes, with you. And I know we're going to say the same movie at the same time. I know. Okay, I'm ready. Ready? One, One two, three. Employee, Employee of, of the Month! <laughs> no, I knew you were going to— No, it's with the supermarket. Jessica it's yeah. Jessica Simpson's Small yeah. Town Vibes. Small Town. And Dane Cook. Yes! Yeah. Oh my God, how weird. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. Wow. I what year was that movie? Employee of the Month? Yeah. 2006. Interesting. Two years later. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. I really suggest watching this movie if you need a little good time. I was honestly grinning the whole time. Me too. And like, did you kind of want to go to a Piggly Wiggly? Were you kind of like shocked by your newfound crush with Josh Duhamel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's so tall and chiseled and tan. Very much so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also just, it reminded me, I forgot about Kate Bosworth. Just like her street style back in the day. Like she was an early, mid 2000s street style She's icon. She's an icon, She's yeah. very effortless. An underrated icon. And we don't get enough of her anymore. No. So yeah, that's Tad Hamilton. Correct. Um, onto the zit list. Let's do it. You know, we both don't do perfume. Definitely not. And lately, you've been asking me what scent I'm wearing. You have. You keep asking me if I'm wearing perfume. And the tea is that it's actually just my way super dry shampoo. Ah. Uh, this is true. Uh-huh. So, all <laughs> whey products feel fancy to me. Yes. And they all have, like, the same scent. I think it's, like, the simple packaging. It just mm -hmm. feels chic. Agreed. Sleek. I've tried my fair share of dry shampoos, and this one is my favorite. It's $24 for a very big bottle. It lasts a long time, and it truly does what it's called to do. It makes it super dry. <laughs> and it just gives your hair, like, the best zhuzh of volume ever. I even use it when my hair is already clean just for like a little bit of a zhuzh, like yeah. I say. And the smell, I am so prone yeah. to like headaches. I get set off by smells, but this one, like I can handle. I know. And I know they make perfumes and I wonder if they It make, smells like this? Yeah. I'm like really curious. So that's so funny you mentioned this because after your you, I realized that the scent that you have been smelling like is that dry shampoo. I went and I got some mm -hmm. and I have been using it this past week and I do really like it. So, huge fan. And it's, like I mentioned, it's the same smell that they use for a lot of their products. I also have their body wash and their body scrub, which is very luxe. I have it too. That one is a little yeah. bit more expensive, but I have to say the jar has lasted me so long and I'm not even like close to being done with it. Also, they have a really nice scalp scrub. Well, no, the body scrub is oh, it's half the same scalp thing. scrub. Okay, so yes. it's the same thing. Sorry, Sorry guys. That. No, yeah, so it's a multifaceted product. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. So yeah, I'm not like a huge Jen Atkin fan, I have to say, but I'm a huge Way fan. <laughs> Love. Side note, this isn't like Zitlist related, but it is a product review. This is non-spawn, but I just wanted everyone to know that I got bed sheets. Oh, yes. Like I moved. Yes. I got all new bedding. And I decided on Buffy bedding, which is very like Instagrammy. Totally. But, oh my! I've been sleeping for almost a week with it. Life changing. <laughs> it's been so hot in LA, and the comforter and the sheets is all made out of like this eucalyptus material. And their thing is that it stays cool the whole wow. night. It's like a cooling material. And it works. <sighs> Not only does it work, it's like so soft. It's Lux, I'm just like, I'm obsessed. Buffy, please reach out. I have to come upstairs and feel. see them. Yeah. And feel them. No, I'm loving. So like, it's not Zitlist related, but like, technically it is because I'm getting a good sleep. Yeah, and a good sleep equals like a healthy glow in your skin and nose it's. True. How do I look? Glowing. Thank you. 
Um, me again. <laughs> okay, you all enjoyed a look into Teen Magazine's Spring 2006 issue last week. I mean, how could you not? So I thought, why not take a look just a few months later, okay. I'll look into their summer okay. 2006 issue for getting finished with the episode. You know, a little missless, a little lyric deep dive. Yeah. Let's start with the cover stars. Love. Ashley Tisdale and Zach Efron are on the cover. I remember this. Was the was it white with like green writing or yeah, something? And yeah, apparently I remember. you can win a call from one of them on page 25. So if we enter today, <laughs> do you think it still counts? Okay. Let's do that later. So I learned also on page 25, this is crazy. Zach's middle name is David Alexander and his celeb crush was Paula Abdul. <laughs> so his name is Zach David Alexander Efron? And he's Abdul? And he loves Paula Abdul. And I also learned on that page that Ashley's favorite saying is shut up. And her prized possession was her new Louis Vuitton bag. Interesting. <laughs> Misha Barton has a wonderful Got Milk campaign. Oh. And there's a plethora of Lip Smacker ads that seem to be doing a collab with High School Musical at the time. Mm. Like if you buy Lip Smackers and like the DVD, you can get a rebate of money Honestly, or something. Like, that sounds like a better time. And they came out with a new Lip Smackers that was called like Snap It. <laughs> and they all like snapped together. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were promoting the Devil Wears Prada coming out wow. June 30th. And it said it was mandatory watching for any aspiring fashionista. True. I I mean, Andy Sachs. Yeah. Hillary and Haley share their picks for the summer season in a column called The Duff Stuff. Some oh. items include beaded flip-flops, Starbucks iced coffee, beach umbrella for Hillary's dog Lola, <laughs> coral and violet tinted Lancome Juicy Tubes, mm. and... A pair of Uggs on a cool California beach. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, we do have to just say that a Starbucks cup and or a coffee bean cup, like, was a fashion statement. Like, uh, um, carrying the cup was an accessory. Of course. You know? Yeah, and like— Paired with an umbrella for your dog Lola. And Uggs on the beach. <laughs> a cool California yeah. beach, though. Yeah. Not to be mistaken with any other beach. No, of course not. Uh, Brenda Song kicks butt in the upcoming DCOM Wendy Woo, Horm, <laughs> Wendy Woo Homecoming Warrior and shares some insight on the martial arts stunt training she did for the movie. Wow. And lastly, an ad for LemonKiss.com shows some of the top-charted ringtones at the time. <laughs> Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Of course. Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Oh by Sierra. Mm -hmm. Oh, 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 oh. And Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson. Like I said, a better time. So, you know, just wanted to set the tone, set the mood. For the Miss List? Please. You mean our segment where we discuss our favorite trends from the 2000s that we miss or some that missed the mark? That is correct. Okay. <clears throat> oh, dear. Okay. So, this week, I just really want to talk about Something just like straight to the point, and that is denim miniskirts. Okay? I'm glad you're I'm, bringing this yeah, up. Yeah, I'm talking ripped hems, Abercrombie mousse, sometimes can almost see your vag or butt cheeks, denim miniskirts. I have things to say. So, yeah. So I remember in the eighth and ninth grade that I never felt cooler than the days that I would wear my denim miniskirt to school. Like, there was no cooler feeling. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. Now, we must not forget the pleated version, like the pleated denim miniskirt. Well, yeah, it's a huge difference. It's a totally different, it's a different vibe, vibe. But also a fan favorite back in the day. Yeah. And the reason I bring this up is because you really don't see this trend anymore at all. It is coming back slightly. I am seeing but it coming until back. Until then, like until, until right now, now. Agreed. I have, you just, there was no denim miniskirt situation. Yeah, it's really hard to pull off. Extremely. Um, I mean, there's always no— Well, the pleated ones have stretch, but the straight-across no. band, there's no stretch there. No. So unflattering. Beyond. Because, I mean, that just starts low It hit. gets rid of any butt curve anything. I personally never felt very comfortable in one. Yeah. And the worst part, I actually hated wearing skirts to school yeah. because sitting down in class, yes. I, 
would have to bring a sweater to put to, over to cover your, your legs. It was crazy. Yeah, so I I never felt comfortable. It was very rare that I wore a skirt to school, actually. Yeah. Rare sighting. <laughs> I did, you could catch me. I did, okay, yeah. I will pull this out for you right now. I remember in specific, this is head to toe Abercrombie. Okay. Brown leggings. Okay. Uh, denim miniskirt, not pleated. Okay. Brown Abercrombie tank top. Mm-hmm. Brown <laughs> crochet, like knit, long, but like long sleeve cropped sweater. Yeah. And like a knit cap. And I short see Uggs. So, yes. So, that's another thing. The leggings under the jean skirt. Yeah. That is like so crazy. Yeah. And I remember a guy telling me that he thought my outfit looked really cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> see, you'll never forget it. Um, but like, do we miss it? I'm gonna go with no, hardcore no. I okay. Well, I'm on the fence. Okay. I enjoy seeing it. Like well, it's I, very much like Laguna Beach yeah, OC, exactly. like which I love about it. But I just don't want to wear it. But yeah, anymore. Yeah, I don't even think that I could. I could get one over my oh, legs I right now. Definitely could not. So there's that. <laughs> but there are so many fabulous celebrity sightings in denim minis that I cannot wait to post because it's incredible, truly. I mean, it really is. Yeah, yeah there's definitely just like, wow, I could think about this for a long time. I it know. really opens up a can of worms. Totally. <sighs> just like another can of worms that I'd really like to talk about. And if any of you, like it's just been on my mind for mm-hmm. the last week and it's like missless adjacent, mm-hmm. Dolls Mania. Oh my God. And it's it's same era. Yeah. I just want to know if it's also on anyone else's mind. To jog your memory, it's it's like sexy pixelated internet paper dolls with yes. a Z. Um, you could basically make little paper dolls. They literally come with like, you assemble them. Yeah. I would spend hours, hours doing it and they look like IMGA, like the way that they're dressed. I think that was my favorite they look Past like happy growing up. They're like borderline brat stalls with like littler heads. They look like Playboy bunnies, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> but if you were thinking about Dolls Mania recently, like so am I. And let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they definitely do like a jean mini. Oh, for sure. And I'm really excited about Lyric Deep Dive this week. Yeah. But like, do you want to go first? Yeah, like I... So for this week's Lyric Deep Dive, I'm just going to like do a beautiful reading for everyone. This is the 2006 Bob Baby Come Back by Vanessa Hudgens. Now, I'm going to be doing a reading of the bridge, okay? Thank you. <clears throat> you know you miss your baby, V. Stop. And I can see that you think about me. So why don't you act like you don't care? Like all this love between us isn't there. I know that you're upset. I know I did you wrong. I know that you want me to pay for all the pain I've caused. But in the end, it all comes down to just one thing. It's you and me. So I sing, Baby Come Back. I mean, out of all Vanessa Hudgens songs, this is the best one. Oh, for sure. And like, but do you remember the delivery of her singing this? Like, I mean, it's crazy. I know, Mr. Baby V. Yeah, it's crazy. Fabulous song. I'm pretty sure, isn't Zac Efron in this music video or is he in the Say Okay music video? He's in the Say Okay one. But I was, I had a phase. Oh, and I was so beyond obsessed with Vanessa Hutchins. Like, I wanted to be her. Yeah. I was so jealous of High School Musical. Like, this album, her outfits, her hair, her side bangs, like, everything. So, this song holds a really special place in my heart. I mean, you know we've talked about Sneaker Night. Yeah. This is, like, definitely a big step up. Totally. I just, like, speaking of this album cover, actually, this kind of triggers something in me. It's, like, she's on the beach. Yeah. She's wearing this, like, white, chunky knit. Beachy hair. No, and actually, this reminds me, the place that I used to get my headshots printed, Mm -hmm. they had, like, one of— 
her shots from this shoot really? printed. So they, they she did She had it? one of her headshots from this shoot. Like she also used a headshot. I kind of remember yeah, that. Yeah, and it was hung on the wall. And so I modeled one of my headshot shoots after this. Wow. And I too wore a chunky knit sweater. So no, she, I mean, the V album had like a huge impact on my life like, as well. you know you miss your baby V. No, and I like, I yeah. still think about me. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I mean, this week I present like a completely different vibe. Okay, I love that we bring different vibes. Like I love that. It's a song that Ryan played on the guitar for me when we first started dating as a joke. Yeah. But like But it's like not a joke at all. Little did he know it would be the way that like he won me over. Yeah. I give you Summer Girls by LFO from 1999. Incredible. So I just want to preface, like, sadly, I found out while doing research, two out of the three members have passed away. Really? Yeah, which is so sad. Oh and I do want to highlight, they have a lot of other good songs, yeah. especially they've performed Girl on TV on The Amanda Show, which is an amazing, it's on YouTube yes. if you want to watch that. It's so underrated and fabulous. And I love their music so much. But this song just, like, really stands the test of time. And Madeline, this is a bit long because it deserves to be. I understand. Yeah, just can just give it to us. Hip hop, marmalade, spick and span. Met you one summer and it all began. You're the best girl that I ever did see. The great Larry Bird, Jersey 33. When you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. <laughs> Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. Call me Willie Whistle because I can't speak, baby. Something in your eyes really drove me crazy. Now I can't forget you, and it makes me mad. Left one day and never came back. Stayed all summer, then went back home. Macaulay Culkin was in Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) Fell deep in love, but now we ain't speaking. Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton. Keaton. (laughs) I think that's from Family Ties. That's who he played or something. Or whatever show. When I met you, I said my name is Rich. You look like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when a girl stopped by for the summer. For the summer. I mean, so crazy. No, this song is crazy. But so good. Like, like, can't you just picture yourself wearing a denim miniskirt listening to that song? Madeline, you look like a girl. (laughs) From Abercrombie and Fitch. That's like, that would have been the best compliment. No, like I'd take you if I had one wish. Yeah. And like, this just brings me to like something I'd love to close the episode with. What? And I actually cannot believe we haven't brought it up sooner. And it's amazing that you brought up Abercrombie miniskirts just now. What? Abercrombie and Fitch in general, back in the day. Oh my God. The way you had to walk past two shirtless men just to get in the store. Crazy. The techno like, music that was so loud. The perfume the misters. Smell. The smell. Just like you would instantly get a headache. They would literally put the perfume like in coming out of the vents. They didn't carry black in the store. Like no black clothing. Mm-mm. Did you have the Abercrombie 8 perfume? Of course. I mean, I didn't wear perfume, but boy, did I but own it. how disgusting. And it, like, this is no shade. Like, it was the only place I wanted to be. No, and, like, there was also Abercrombie Kids, which was, like, the pre—before you were, like, you know, maybe, like, 7th, 8th grade, you could start regular yeah. Abercrombie, but Abercrombie Kids was before that, like, elementary school, intro to middle school. I tried to do both because Abercrombie Kids was cheaper. Totally. So sometimes you could still get yeah. away with shopping there. Yeah. And, like, my—speaking of the song, like, my biggest goal in life was to be an Abercrombie model. Yeah. Which is crazy because those catalogs were so sexy. Like, do you remember getting a catalog in the mail and it was, like, Naked. Yeah. Naked. Black and white. Like, sweat glistening on the chest. No, it was completely naked. Yeah. And I was actually looking up and so many celebrities, like, before they even started acting— Really? —have been models for Abercrombie. Like who? You will be shocked— I mean, Jennifer Lawrence. Really? Taylor Swift has done it. Sienna Miller. Christian Grey. As in, <laughs> as like- in Fifty Shades. Ashton Kutcher. Oh, my God. Uh, Taylor Kitsch, Friday Night Lights. Totally. Emma Roberts. Wow. Lindsay Lohan in 1998. <laughs> January Jones. Wow. Um, Penn Badgley in 2005. I need to get my hands on that immediately. Oh my God, I think I see it right yeah, here. Yeah, Channing Tatum, <gasps> Kellen Lutz, Nikki Reed, Michelle Trachtenberg. No, like 
everyone did it growing up. Wow. And it's so crazy. Like that is that was my biggest life goal. Like instead I was stuck with my fate was actually American Apparel, which is like <laughs> a completely different uh vibe. vibe. <laughs> I just cannot believe there were shirtless men like at the entrance. Like I totally forgot about that. And like sometimes like when you were with your friends, like you'd take a picture with them. What about like when you were with your mom and how embarrassing that was? No. Or what if you were just like a teen, like you were the worker. Yeah. And then I guess sometimes you were hired and you were called a model. Like yes, that's, I kind of that remember was your that. title. Also shout out to Hollister, which was like a sister brand. Yeah. How they were able to get away with having no lights on in the store. <laughs> <laughs> that will be forever boggle I, me. No, like I remember it was such like a to-do to get my mom to take me shopping in there because she hated the smell. <laughs> she was like, it's too loud. I can't see. So it was I like, couldn't see. but I always wanted to get my first day of school outfit from there. Like I always had to. No, I'm sorry. I couldn't even see in there. Like, I know. I mean, who was I, which section was I in? What was I holding? What size? I don't know. I and, couldn't see. And like, what was with the moose? <laughs> Well, oh, and the Hollister was like the eagle? Or the, yeah, yeah. No, the, the seagull? seagull? <laughs> Some kind of a bird. Oh, yeah, American eagle. Sorry. There's no way the Hollister was an eagle. No, it was so a it seagull. Was a seagull. Because like cannot. beachy vibes. Yeah. <gasps> and the way that they had t-shirt sayings. I had one t-shirt that I thought was the coolest shirt of all, so all time. It said, not your cup of tea. Ooh, my, one of my favorites, it was a light purple tank top. I'm pretty sure I still have it somewhere. It's really tiny and it the straps are lace and it says Pippi's Poolside Pizza and the pizza is made out of rhinestones. Ugh. I mean, how incredible is that? I would do anything to go to P- Pippi's Poolside, Poolside pizza. pizza with you this summer. I know. Uh, that concludes this week's Sislos. <laughs> I mean, it was easy and it was breezy. It was beautiful. It, it was, was cover girl. girl. We didn't really get to catch up in the beginning. Like, your wedding is fast approaching. Yeah, like, I think that it's going to be time to soon share some wedding things with everyone. Like, yeah, we might I'm, have to do an episode. Yeah, like, I'm getting married in July. It's happening. I was supposed to get married last August. <laughs> Did not occur. So here we are, and, like, it's happening. And guess what? We we both got shoes this week. Yes, big, big news. We both got shoes. Madeline, um got like the real deal <laughs> and low key like Steve Madden ripped off her wedding shoes <laughs> and I got those ones <laughs> but they're both great so that's exciting so yeah if you're interested in a wedding episode we might hit you with that yeah it's just gonna be a really exciting time I'm also really stressed but like it's okay yeah so that was the sis list yeah Chinese food makes me sick I think it's fine when the girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. As always, please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I noticed that, again, none of you left a review last week. We didn't have to send anyone a video message. So honestly, if you leave us a review this week, you don't even have to tell a friend. I'll send you a video. And like, it's weird if you listen to this and don't want a video. I think it's weird. Follow us on Instagram at We Are The Sislas. The things are happening. Mm-hmm. We're the talk of the town. Yeah. Tell a friend. Send us a message. We'd love to talk. I mean, if we're not here, we're at Pippi's Poolside Pizza. Totally. And with that, I'm Mackie. And I'm Madeline. And you've been listening to The, the Sis List. Sis List.